Hello everybody, my name is Ben Schluter and welcome to this, the 16th episode of the LSU Basketball Ball Cap. Boy, oh boy, what a game it was yesterday. So first of all, just so that y'all know, I'm not doing an episode tomorrow. If I would have been doing an episode tomorrow, I'd be at that game right now, but I'm not. I'm instead recording this. So yeah, let's talk about this, what was a pretty disastrous loss for LSU uh, in terms of what it shouldn't have been. Uh, And there's just so much to talk about. Uh, So, you're playing an Arkansas team that, while their record hasn't been great, they are still a good team. They're without Eric Musselman. Eric Musselman is uh, recovering right now. He's going to miss this game. He missed this game, and he's going to miss the next one because he's recovering from, like, rotator cuff surgery. Hope that he is doing well. You know, all the best to him. Hopefully, he can, you know, get full recovery, be back on the floor, and doing his thing. That's all you can really hope for. And... Yeah. So coming into this game, I was actually kind of worried about it. I'm not going to lie to you. I was worried about this. Uh, the main reason was this was an Arkansas team that had absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain from this. Um, they've been on a slump. They're a team with bad losses, losses they never should have taken. They have a home loss to Vanderbilt, which was pretty terrible for them. And they needed a game that was going to show them uh, and that was going to show the country, hey, we're still here and we're still competing. And so I thought that this was going to be that game and that it would be a very difficult fight. I was right. I was right to be scared of Arkansas. I thought Arkansas was going to do some stuff and what do you know, they did it. I did not expect it to be the way it was. This game did not go well for us at all. The last nine minutes of this game were an absolute train wreck for LSU. And I will get into that because boy, oh boy, that might have been the worst nine minutes of basketball I've seen us play all year. And yes, that includes the Auburn game, because at least in the Auburn game, we were just being stupid. We were just taking stupid threes. That is a fixable mistake. Stupid threes are like, okay, really? In this case, it was a complete and utter disaster. Um, and plus, no, 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 that took that took longer. That was much longer. And that was in the first half, and it put us in a hole, but you can theoretically come back from that. In this one, quite the opposite wasn't that we had to come back from it, it's that we had it and we blew it. It was quite possibly the first example this year of a good old-fashioned LSU choke job now, wasn't it? Great. So yeah, let's get into this by talking about the Big Five. I said I might do Big Five, not Big Four, and it is the Big Five. It's field goal shooting, three-point shooting, free throws, uh, turnovers, and rebounds. And with turnovers, it's always points off of turnovers. Those are important. Starting with the field goal shooting, neither one of these teams was doing a particularly good job of that. LSU shot 21 of 55 from the field, 38%. Arkansas shot 23 of 55 from the field, 42%. In the first half, LSU was hitting 13 of 30 from the field, that's 43%, and Arkansas was hitting 11 of 27, 41%. In the second half, LSU shooting completely died. 8 of 25, that's only 32%. That would be considered acceptable from beyond the arc, but this was not. Arkansas, on the other hand, shot 12 of 28, 43%. Speaking of beyond the arc, LSU was in a funk in this game. This team is on and off when it comes to three-point shooting, and this was a game in which they were very much off. Um, 26% from beyond the arc, 5 of 19. Arkansas was 5 of 17, that's 29%. And Arkansas doesn't really get that many points from threes, And in this game, you kind of saw it in the first half, especially LSU was three of 10 in the first half and Arkansas was 0 for eight. 
In the second half, though, things changed dramatically. LSU was 2 of 9 from beyond the arc, whereas Arkansas was 5 of 9, 56% from beyond the arc in the second half. That was not good. That was not good at all. When it came to free throws, oh, you had your good old-fashioned balance of free throws. It actually was a balance. Uh, LSU shot 11 of 17, 65%. Arkansas was 14 of 18, 78%. In the first half, LSU was 4 of 6, that's 67%. Arkansas was 9 of 10. They were absolutely killing it from the line. 90%. In the second half, LSU was 7 of 11, that's 64%. Arkansas 5 of 8, 63% got a little bit more balanced. Um, it got bad with the fouls, I should note. The LSU was at nine fouls before Arkansas had, had like one. And then at the 7.56 mark of the first half, um, Arkansas got their first foul called within a minute. Like before we'd gotten under seven minutes in the first half, Arkansas, I think, had two or three fouls on them. The refs just started calling things a little bit better. Uh, and towards then, and then, you know, there were still some pretty bad calls, and we'll get to those, but overall, it was a better refereed game. I can handle that. Uh, turnovers. So Arkansas turned the ball over more times, 19 times to 16 times for LSU. However, points off of turnovers. What have I said? You want to have at least as many points off of turnovers, if not more, because that means you're converting off of them. We didn't do that. Now, granted, uh, and Arkansas did, I should note. Arkansas had uh, 20 points off of turnovers. LSU only had 13. In the first half, LSU uh, turned the ball over seven times to Arkansas's 10, but Arkansas led in points off of turnovers, 13 to 7. That is really good. That's almost like a shot. You're averaging a almost two points per turnover that you force. That's really good. Um, in the second half, both teams turned the ball over nine times. Arkansas led in points off seven to six. Ugh, not great there. Rebounding. We got killed on the uh, boards. It was absolutely terrible um, on the boards. So Arkansas out-rebounded us 41 to 31 was not great. 28 to 20 on the defensive boards and 13 to 11 offensively. In the first half, L uh, Arkansas out-rebounded LSU 20 to 15, 13 to 9 defensively, 7 to 6 offensively. In the second half, Arkansas out-rebounded LSU 21 to 16, 15 to 11 defensively, 6 to 5 offensively. Um that's not great. Another thing that wasn't great. Points in the paint. LSU got outscored in the paint 30 to 28. This is not great, and the offense is the entire problem with this game. In fact, I have to go on a really big rip on what happened with the offense because they lost us this game, and they're going to lose us more. They are an issue. They are a liability on this team, and we've talked about this earlier, but it's getting to a point where it has to get better, and I get it. No Xavier Pinson. Maybe that impact that's probably impacting the offense heavily, but you have to continue you did better offensively against Florida. Granted, Florida kept missing their shots. But then again, so was Arkansas. Ugh, very annoying. Very, very annoying. Uh, in fact, part, part of the issue was shot selection again. So if you look at this, so we're shooting 21 of 55, but 
of those shots, you have five of 19 are from three. And a lot of those two-point shots were not in the paint. They were mid-range jumpers. What are you doing? You don't need to be shooting mid-range jumpers. You can be shooting, you know, you can be driving inside. And I think the reason we were shooting mid-range jumpers is because we were worried we couldn't get inside. We didn't think we could play as physically, or we were worried we were going to get the ball stolen away. But you have to be willing to drive inside. Again, one thing, and I don't know if I mentioned this, so if I didn't mention this because I didn't do a preview of this game, uh, I should now. Arkansas draws charges a lot. There's a guy on their team who leads the SEC in charges. And like, that that's not going to help you. And that's going to make you more reluctant to play physically. But when you drive to the basket, you get fouls on the other team. We were not getting fouls. Um, I'm sorry, Arkansas was not getting fouls called on them. And that was our fault. Like really, that was our fault early in the game. We didn't drive to the basket enough. And because of that, there weren't as many opportunities for Arkansas to foul us. Yes, there was some contact in there that they didn't call, but when we got called for fouls, it was pretty deserving because Arkansas would drive inside and draw contact. That's how basketball works, guys. If you drive in to draw contact, you're going to get it. And I get, college is really stupid. Trust me. Watching enough of it, charge calls are very bad. Like, it, it's pretty laughable. The two charges we drew in the last nine minutes were absolute jokes. You could not have told me those were charges because neither guy set his feet. With the second one, the dude was driving into Brandon Murray. And they called it a charge. And I don't understand where they got that from. But yeah. And speaking of which, there's really only one way to talk about the way we lost this game. And that was the last nine minutes and one second. The last 9-0-1 of this game were an absolute travesty for LSU. We scored two points. We hit we hit a big dunk. Tari Eason throws down a tomahawk, puts us up eight, and uh, that didn't help matters. Um, we were up 56-48, and then we scored two points the rest of the way, and the only two points we scored were on a huge Alex Fudge dunk. By the way, before I get into this, Alex Fudge had the game of his career. An absolutely amazing game for him. Uh, Fudge played 23 minutes. He had 13 points. He was perfect from beyond the arc. Um, He had four rebounds. He never turned the ball over. He did a very, very good job. Hats off to him. uh, Putting him in there when he was needed. He, He shined. It was really nice to see it. Uh, By the way, stupid play of the game, which I don't like to have to do, but there was one that blew me away. Sharif O'Neal deciding to pull up from three. No, that was in the first half. Just no. What are you doing pulling up from three? Do you not know who your dad is? Do you not know? Like, what were you thinking in that moment? We didn't need to shoot a three. Wasn't like there was no time on the shot clock. No, we had time enough to maybe pass around and get one shot. There's no reason for you to pull up for a three. Of course he missed it. What did you expect? So, uh, yeah. Let's just get into this final nine minutes and one second. Because that was what killed us. And by the way, this is going to be a little bit shorter episode. If you can't tell, my voice is a little bit cracked because of um, yelling at the refs a lot. 
and then having talked so much recently, I'm going to be resting this voice for uh, Wednesday. Just trying to minimize my talking as much as possible. So, yeah, understand why. Hope you can. So that way I have a good voice for Wednesday's episode. Still. So, it, we we went on a 6 minute 45 second scoring drought starting at that 901 point, And then we scored, and then we didn't score the last 216. Um, let me just tell you about that 6 minute 45 second scoring drought. During that time, LSU was 0 for 5 from the field and they missed 1-3. So they only shot it once. Um, Arkansas, on the other hand, they were 4 of 12 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. They forced 4 LSU turnovers. One was an offensive foul that was really stupid. Okay, so Eric Gaines gets called for a charge and I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like... This was a charge in the defensive end where we had just gotten the ball on an inbounds, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm messing this up. So this might have been another one. See, there were two bad charges in this game, and Eric Gaines, I think, got called for two charges. One of them made more sense than the other. My memory of this is a little bit foggy just because of the fact that I'm still pissed we lost, and... There were some stupid decisions we made in this game, but there was really, there was one really stupid charge where we get this ball, we like turn him over, um, and then likes number 11, just he's not set his feet and he gets knocked down. It's not a flop warning, it's a charge. And I don't know how the hell they called that a charge. There's another one late in the game where again, the dude walks into Brandon Murray, there's about 30 seconds left and they call it an offensive foul. I don't know where the hell they got that from, but it was not. No. But either way, they drew an offensive foul. Um, they actually drew two offensive fouls during this period. Um, no, I'm sorry. It was one offensive foul. They drew two offensive fouls during that last 901. Sometimes my notes are a bit awkward. Yes. So they forced four LSU turnovers, and they led total rebounds 8-5. to 8-5. to five. They were... We tied with them... In defensive rebounds. So we both had five uh, defensive rebounds. It was those three offensive rebounds that did us in. It was those three offensive rebounds. Or at least it would have been. If it weren't for the fact that two of them came on a possession in which they missed the shot three times. And I genuinely... That was one of the dumber sequences of the game. It's like, and they missed it, and they got the rebound. And they missed it, and they got the rebound. And they missed it, and then we got the rebound. But those two rebounds for Arkansas did not help us. And in fact, in general, in that that last nine minutes, if you look at the total last nine minutes, we got beat off the boards, twelve to five. No excuses for that. No excuses to be out rebounded like that. During that last nine minutes, we were one of nine from the field, zero of three from beyond the arc. We didn't shoot a free throw, and we did force three turnovers. One was a 10-second violation. One was a shot clock violation. Cool. They forced six turnovers, of which two were offensive fouls. They, in that last 901, were 6 of 14 from the field. 3 of 6 from 3. 2 of 3 from the line. Granted, those two free throws they made came with 11 seconds left. Really didn't matter that much. Um, 
unless you're looking at net rankings, in which case it really matters for your defensive efficiency. Will Wade was talking about this uh, in his pregame presser. Um, yeah, that one uh, free throw they missed, by the way, they rebounded it. Yeah, Arkansas rebounded their, it was a missed one and one, and they rebounded it. You cannot be doing this. You have to rebound. You have to do better. You look at all of those numbers in that last nine minutes, one second, where they're shooting better than you are, where they're forcing turnovers, they're rebounding, all of that. It also didn't help that Eric Gaines got the wind knocked out of in the middle of it, um, which kind of killed any momentum we had. Now, he came back in and he was fine, but... That didn't help matters at all. But the last nine minutes period? I I really don't know how to describe it. We just looked terrible out there. It looked like we'd forgotten how to play basketball. It was ugly for Arkansas, yeah, but we gave up ten straight points. And that's what did us in. And with that, I have to talk about the rest of the offense. Look. This team played okay. You had a couple guys foul out. You had Murray foul out. You had Days foul out. Days got a couple of late fouls. That's why he fouled out. It wasn't really that big. Um, but my point with the offense in general is that 58 points ain't enough. We went from the last time we were in that building. I don't care that Xavier Pinson was playing. We scored 79 on the number two defense in the country. Now, maybe Tennessee's defense isn't that good, considering Kentucky put 100-plus on them yesterday. But still, in my opinion, you cannot think you're going to win a basketball game, especially in the SEC, if you're not putting up at least 65. If you don't put up 65 points, you're not going to be able to win in any sort of major league, and you're not going to win in the tournament. What do you know? We put up 58, and they put up 65. We beat Kentucky by scoring 65. We, in every single game I've watched, have had problems on offense where we will go into ruts. We cannot be doing this. It cannot happen. You cannot be going into... It cannot be something that I will, that I have to expect in every game you're going to go into a lull on offense. It cannot be a consistent issue that once a game, usually in the first half, you're going to forget how to score points for five minutes. You're not going to be able to get away with it forever. Eventually, teams are going to pick up on your defense, and they're going to attack it. And they're going to score on you, and you're going to need to be able to score back. Your tempo is very high. You run a much more up-tempo offense. Um... I'm trying to remember, is it more up-tempo? No, it's less up-tempo. That's why we score less. I'm an idiot. I'm getting things backwards from certain stuff. Um, but still, when you run your offense, needs to be a... Bleh. In simplest terms, your offense cannot be constantly going into these holes where it forgets how to exist. Where it just forgets what its job is where 
And I know where it comes from, by the way. We are a very streaky team. This is a team that is hot and cold. One guy that is the epitome of this, that has been the epitome of this since his first year at LSU is Darius Days. Like, Darius Days is an on-and-off guy. Some nights he's on, some nights he's off. Against Florida, he was on. He started 4-4. Against Arkansas, he started 0-4. That kind of stuff can't happen. He needs to become more consistent. You look at the final stats, and Darius Days finished 1-for-8 from the field. That's inexcusable. For a guy who is a starter like that, 1-for-8 from the field. And he was 0-for-3 from three-point land. Fine. Fine. He's at least cutting back on the threes. The difference is the mid-range shots. You're 1-for-5 from mid-range? Really? You are a very big and physical player. How are you 1-of-5? He puts up these shots near the rim, and they just miss. Sometimes, bro, you just got to go inside and crash the board. And you just got to crash the rim. And when you do that, you know what you tend to do? Draw contact. And it seems like he might be a little afraid of this because he's afraid of drawing charges. But sometimes you just got to go for it. Sometimes you got to take that risk. Because sometimes... They'll call a blocking foul, not a charge. And you got to accept that. Because when you start to show that you are physical, other teams might get scared of you. Because the dude is a threat inside. Like, you, if you watch some of the times he has gone inside, oh my goodness gracious, you wouldn't want to be in his way. You wouldn't want to be in his way. Drawing a charge there, man, you're risking yourself. Like, you are really risking yourself getting the wind knocked out of you. Because the dude is absolutely incredible when he's flying like that. Or when he's just overpowering you. And that's what I wish he would do more often. Instead of taking outside shots. You don't need to be an outside guy. When you go inside, when you start to do that, you're going to become the most effective version of of what you can be, from what I've seen, at least. Again, I'm not a basketball coach. I'm not a genius when it comes to basketball. But that's what it looks like. Big physical dude going inside and drawing contact. It works. It tends to work. I don't care that SEC refs suck. Sometimes you gotta go for it. It's my thing with him. Uh... Like I said, Alex Fudge did a very good job. Uh, he was 5 of 6 uh, from the floor. Yet Eric Gaines, he was running the point. He ended up being our leading scorer with 14. Um, he turned the ball over four times. That wasn't great, but that's an Alec, I'm sorry, that's an Eric Gaines thing uh, where he sometimes just has really dumb turnovers and other times he will poke the ball away and be like, hi, I have the ball now. Ha 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 ha. And slam. Or actually, no, not slam. Uh, he does a really ridiculous layup. Because that's his thing. Brandon Murray fouling out, only having two points. That's not acceptable. Um, you know, uh, what else? Tari Eason, he did a good job coming off the bench, as he always does. Um, didn't really get into foul trouble. He only had two fouls. Um, 
He had 13 points, did a pretty decent job there. Um, he was making his free throws, which is really key. Um, you know, going four for five from the line, got to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, like I can't, I haven't found a way to put into words how I feel about this game just because of the weirdness of it and that last nine minutes being almost unwatchable. Like, honestly, we're going to... This is going to be the last time I talk about that. I hope. I really hope I don't have to talk about this again because it hurt. It hurt to watch. And I think it hurt basketball as a sport. By God, that was bad. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Hope you enjoyed this. Man, this was tough to talk about because of how annoying it was and because I need to rest my voice. Um, But I figured I'd talk about it anyway. So if you enjoyed this, why not share it with someone you know, if you think they'll enjoy it. If you want to find me on Twitter, find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S-P-O-R-T-S. I'll put my link to my Twitter and my Instagram in the description for this episode. Going to probably start doing that for every episode to make things easier. So uh, yeah. Once again, I've been Ben Schluter. Don't forget that the next episode of the LSU Flying Tigers podcast is coming out on Wednesday. Hope to uh, have you listen to that one. Things are going on in the LSU gymnastics community right now that need to have time to unfold and for things to come out about them before I comment on them in any sort of public manner about my thoughts. I've only commented my speculation. You've probably not heard about it. And if you have... Yeah, but hey, that's for Wednesday. I'm going to go rest my voice. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Uh, You know, it's a long weekend. It's a good weekend. I'm going to edit this thing, upload it, and I'll be watching football by the time you've got a chance to listen to this. So until next time, I've been Ben Schluter. This has been the LSU Basketball Ball Cap. And until next time, bye-bye.